Hey everyone, today I will be reviewing episode 6 of Miss Marvel and talking about the season as a whole. I was worried about this episode after being let down by some of the storytelling last week, and that's why I'm so glad to say that this finale was a huge improvement. I still have issues with it, it's not perfect, and we'll talk about all that, but for the most part I can say I'm very satisfied with this episode and the series as a whole. I thought they really stuck the landing and I loved it. Before I get into my story recap, I'm going to mention a few things off the top. First of all, I was very glad to see Adil and Bilal back directing. They brought back a lot of the fun stylization and dynamic cinematography that I loved so much from the first episode especially. That was great. Although I will say, something really interesting about this show is that in my reviews for episodes two, three, four, I was talking about how the stylization was going away and almost completely disappearing. And I was disappointed by that. I wanted more of that stylization. And I actually have changed my tune on that. I think by taking away the stylization, I think it was actually kind of a genius move because if the stylization had remained as strong as it was in the first episode throughout the whole series, people would credit that as what makes the show good and overlook everything else. They would overlook the rest. They would say, the show is only good because of the stylization. Everything else sucks. The stylization carries the show. Um, that's the only reason people like it. That's the only reason it's good. And in a way, it takes away focus from the characters and from the story. Without those crazy camera shots and animation, it kind of allows the audience to focus in more on the story. It kind of allows them to realize how compelling these characters and story are by themselves without any of that extra stuff. So by removing that stylization and then bringing it back here in the end, it becomes the cherry on top of a great show, telling a great story instead of what makes the show great. Um, also, the ensemble cast of this show continues to shine. Every single person is just so perfect for their roles. I was very happy to see this episode return to Jersey City with all these familiar characters we had missed. It does really feel like coming home. I just love this whole world, this whole milieu they've created for this show, and I hope we see more in the future. I want to spend more time with these characters in this world. Hopefully we get a second season of Miss Marvel after the character's appearance in Captain Marvel 2. So moving on from that, let's now dive into my plot recap. Um, we start off with damage control, surveying Circle Q. They're looking for Bruno and Comron. I really liked them as villains of this episode. I was worried that they would try to make Comron a villain for no reason, just because he got these powers, and I'm really glad they did it. In the end, he turned into a little bit of an antagonist, but I wouldn't say he was a full-on villain. He didn't turn evil, which I'm glad to see. Um, I like Damage Control being that villain. So Bruno and Kamran are in the subway. Kamran can't control his powers. Damage Control is behind them, chases them. They bump into a particularly aggressive dude, and Kamran sends kind of hard light everywhere as they escape. This first scene did have me a little worried. It was a scene I didn't love. It just felt really awkwardly executed. The way damage control was just suddenly behind them in the subway, and then the dude shoving them just felt really unrealistic. He was uh, kind of way too aggressive. It kind of took me out of the story, but thankfully it gets better. Um, we're back home at the con house. Kamala tells the rest of her family about her powers, but of course they already know. They're supportive. They remind her not to go looking for trouble. We go up into her bedroom and her mom has made her a costume. I absolutely loved all of this. All of the family stuff in this show just really works. Something I've noticed is that there are so many opportunities for conflict and for drama that the show could have gone down between family members, between friends. 
but they opted not to. They opted to make everybody much nicer and more supportive. And it just really works. It's just so heartfelt and entertaining and kind of nice and compelling and sweet. And it just, it just really works. And I really liked that they opted not to go for all of that drama. Um, so all the family stuff, so heartfelt, entertaining, funny, just delightful. It puts a smile on your face. Uh, we see Kamala running through the air, stopping for the red light, which is a hilarious little detail. Bruno and Kamran meet with Nakia in the mosque. Damage control invades. The community helps Bruno and Kamran escape. I loved all of this. Very compelling. Well done. I love how the community is such a big part of this show now. Miss Marvel is their superhero. They've embraced her and they're going to protect and help her. Um, it's been a while since we've seen the community be such a big part of a superhero story. It's very Sam Raimi Spider-Man, and I absolutely love that. Kamala meets with Bruno and Kamran. They agree to meet up at the high school. I wanted to quickly shout out the costume design. The Miss Marvel costume is perfect. I loved it. It's like a perfect translation. Um, I want to see more of it in the future. I think they just absolutely nailed it, and I couldn't be happier. Uh, Kamala calls Red Dagger for a favor. He agrees to help her with Kamran. At the school, Kamala apologizes for not telling Nakia, and they have a nice moment of reconciliation. That's what I mean about the drama in this show. Whatever drama they do take, it's resolved pretty quickly, which could be seen as kind of a cop-out, but in this show, it just works. It feels natural. Um, Everybody is just kind of nice and supportive, and it's just very heartwarming. Kamala, Kamran, Bruno, Nakia, Amir, and Zoe, who was there filming TikToks, and then I like how Amir came to help, start setting up their plan to defend their school from damage control, uh, who are amassing outside. I love this sequence. It was very well shot, very well edited. We get the whole plan. Um, the little bit of Zoe not wanting to smash the glass on the fire extinguisher was funny. Agent Cleary tells the damage control woman to stand down. She refuses, goes against orders. Kamala talks with Bruno and Amir talks with Kamran. These character conversations are very well done. I'm running through this all very quickly because I just have no notes. So far, I'm really liking everything that's going on. Um, it's all very well done. Damage control then invades the school. The team fights back in a very uh, Home Alone way. It was very reminiscent of Home Alone. It was so fun. Totally fits what I wanted from a Miss Marvel show. I don't need these huge world-ending stakes with the gin. Just a more grounded story at the local high school, like a Home Alone type thing, is more than enough. Um, it just it feels like it fits the character more to me. Some standout moments. The chemistry foam explosion. Bruno dancing and being knocked out was funny the baseball launchers, Zoe calling on her TikTok followers. All of that was great. Kamran and Kamala almost kissed and are interrupted by Bruno. The whole team eventually gets captured. Kamran confronts Kamala. He wants to know what happened to his mother. She tells him the truth. He kind of freaks out. He runs outside. We get this uh, sort of standoff between damage control and Kamran. Kamala saves his life, uh, says her catchphrase in the comics and begin, which I never expected her to say in the show. Um, and that actually, I think, physically stretches her body, which was an awesome moment. And I guess this also means she has her stretchy powers in addition to her bangle powers. It's a little bit unclear, but hopefully that gets explained soon. I'm not going to go through every detail of this battle, but I will say that I really enjoyed it. Um, it ends with Kamran freaking out and containing him and Kamala inside, I guess, this giant energy prison thing he made. One criticism I do have is that I don't like the visualization of his powers still. The spiky crystal stuff just personally looks really ugly to me. And it, since the first episode it has, and it still just really bothers me, I can't tell you why. I just visually, it just hurts my eyes or something. I just really don't like the way it looks. 
uh, Kamala talks Kamara down, helps him escape. For some reason, when she punches a hole in the ground, it creates a tunnel directly to the harbor where Kamara needs to go. Not sure how that works, but whatever, I'll buy it. Kamala is then embraced by her community. Damage control retreats as Agent Deaver is fired. Kamala runs away through the air as the community celebrates. All of this is great. It felt earned. It's very triumphant. Um, it feels celebratory, joyous. It just perfectly hits that tone it's going for. A lot of times scenes where it's like, triumphant, we won, the battle is over. A lot of those can fall flat and the audience doesn't feel as triumphant as the screen is trying to make you feel. Um, this is not that. I feel like the triumphantness in the actual scene of everybody celebrating um, doesn't match exactly what the audience is feeling during that scene. So I like that. Back home, Kamala then looks at herself in the mirror, a direct parallel to the first episode when she was in her Captain Marvel costume. I love this moment. It's just so perfect. She goes to the rooftop, has this fantastic conversation with her dad, where he gives her the name Miss Marvel. Kamala means Marvel in Urdu, which is the perfect explanation for her name. Again, just a totally heartwarming scene that makes you so happy. I love how Kamala's mother gave her the costume and her father gave her the name. It's very fitting. We get flashes of Amir telling the story to his wife, Kamran in Pakistan with Red Dagger. We then get the reflection of Kamala running off in her dad's sunglasses as he says, absolute magic. We then get to the iconic shot of Kamala sitting on the streetlight overlooking the city. Just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I have no notes. These ending scenes right here, just they just absolutely nailed it. Um, they really, really achieved that tone they were going for. It feels triumphant. It puts a smile on your face. It just really works. Um, next up, we get a scene one week later. Bruno is off to college. They have some nice banter. The big moment, of course, that everyone has been talking about is that Bruno has been researching Kamala and reveals that she has a mutation. The X-Men 97 theme plays. She is the first mutant in the MCU. Um, wow. There are two things I love about this reveal. One thing I don't. First of all, I love the story beat itself. Kamala was always originally intended to be a mutant in the comics, but Marvel forced the creators to make her an inhuman. So I have no problem with this. Just because Kamala is a mutant doesn't mean she's going to be on the X-Men or anything. So I have no problem. I actually like her as a mutant. It makes sense. I love this reveal and I'm excited to see where they take it in the future. Love that. The second thing I love is that Kamala shrugs it off. She doesn't make it a big deal. She's not like a mutant, a mutation. What do you mean? She just doesn't care about it because it's another label. I love that line. I really loved it because this show has been about identity and self-discovery. And by the end of the show, Kamala knows who she is. She's found herself and another pointless label means nothing to her. So she disregards it. Um, I really love that. The one thing I did not like about this reveal is how it complicates things. It makes Kamala's power set a little bit more convoluted. Now I want to know how much of her powers is her being a mutant and how much is the bangle? Is the stretchiness her and the energy powers the bangle? That's my best guess, but it's something they're going to need to explain in the future. Um, but aside from that, I love this reveal. I can't wait to see where it goes in the future. Oh, that was great. Finally, we get one post-credit scene. Uh, Kamala's in her bedroom. Her bangle starts glowing. Suddenly, she swapped places with Carol Danvers who says, oh no, this was awesome. It made me so much more excited for the Marvels. Why did Carol and Kamala switch places? What's linking the two? Where is Kamala now? We still don't know the Bengals' connections to the Kree, to the Ten Rings. There's a lot going on there. So many questions that I can't wait to get answered. 
And um, this is definitely one of my favorite post-credit scenes for a Disney plus Marvel show. I loved it. It definitely got me way more excited for the future than I already was. Just fantastic. And those are my thoughts on the season and hopefully not series finale of Miss Marvel. I loved this episode and I thought it really stuck the landing. Um, we talked about my minor gripes here and there, but for the most part, I really loved it. Let's now move on to my full season retrospective. And let's start with what I think are the biggest failures of the show. First of all, the Jin stuff did not work. They were terrible villains, underdeveloped, underutilized, rushed, crammed into six episodes. Just that entire storyline fell flat, did not work at all. I talked about that in depth last review, so you get that. Secondly, the six episode format again proves to not work for these Marvel and Star Wars series. This felt like a much longer series jammed into six episodes, um, and it did not work. I could easily see this show being 10 or 12 episodes where we spend more time in Jersey City before all the Karachi stuff. Or another thing that may have worked better is if they kept the show at six episodes, but then kept everything in Jersey City. Damage Control could have been the main villain, and a potential season two could have focused more on the Jin, Karachi, Red Dagger, and the Kamran stuff. There were alternative ways to tell the same story structurally that would have given it so much more time to breathe and fixed all the issues that arose when too much was packed into six episodes. So those are what I believe to be the two biggest failures of the show. Let's move on to the biggest successes. First of all, the Scott Pilgrim type stylization, and I'm going to add the use of the stylization and knowing when and when not to use the stylization. It was fresh, new, unique, and brought so much life to the story. And I think it was just absolutely genius to lean into it the first episode, slowly decrease it second and third episode, then fourth and fifth, just not have it, and then bring it back for the sixth. We talked about why I think removing the stylization was really smart, but um, I think the way they used it and how they used it and then when they used it just totally worked and I loved it. Secondly, the introduction of Kamala Khan as a character, as well as everyone around her. This whole world they introduced with all these supporting characters, everybody was really endearing. They made you really, truly, and deeply care about each of these characters. I was completely invested in all of them and their relationships. Character conversations and dynamics were by far the best scenes of every episode. Fantastic dialogue, fantastic performances. Kamala is a star. They nailed her as a character. The biggest task of the show was to bring her to the MCU and make people care about her, and they succeeded with flying colors. Last but not least, the tone of the show, the joyous nature of the show. We talked about how they chose, in many instances, they could have gone for more drama, and they just chose not to. I love that. That really works, because this is a show that just fills your heart up with so much joy. It just makes you feel good watching it, and that's something that cannot be understated and one of the biggest successes of the show. So those are what I consider to be the three biggest successes of the show. Overall, I really loved it. I had a great time with it. Obviously it's flawed. The gin stuff is a huge smear on an otherwise great show, but I can't wait to see these characters again and return to this world they created. What did you think of this show? Did you like it as much as me, less than me? Let me know in the comments, the email, the voicemail, the form, um, and all of those links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening and have a good day.